Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Today, welcome to the Leverage to Scale podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Katie Priest, and I'm here today with Matt Clark. Tell us about yourself, Matt. Hey, Katie. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, thanks. Uh, hello to all the listeners. So what do you want to know? Where do you want, where do you want me to start? Who, what do you do? Who do you serve? Like, who, who are you? Perfect. So I'll start with what I do and who I serve. So, you know, we help coaches, consultants, and advisors get two to five high value leads per day from LinkedIn through the Rainmaker lead system. Right. So that's what we do in business. And, and who am I? I'm just like, I love people. I love business. I love making money. I love traveling. I love spending time with family and doing, I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie as well. So anything that's like pretty out there, like I'm in for that, you know? Awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. And your business <laughs> sounds really interesting. So what's the reason that you got into coaching and why did you start? You know, it's interesting. Like I typically don't like being called a coach, you know, because for me, <clears throat> there's like no barrier to entry to becoming a coach. Um, you know, I built my business and, and my expertise on door-to-door sales, selling selling. Um, telephone systems, copiers, and CCTV. And so, you know, for me, it's like I got into this because I wanted something different. I didn't want to continue knocking doors. I mean, I built my entire business on door-to-door sales. I didn't want to continue doing that, right? Yeah. (laughs) I did it for eight years. Let's put it that way. And really, I just wanted something that I could take online, that I could travel the world, I could build a lifestyle business, I could help people get results. Like, what I was missing was the fulfillment. You know, you can sell boxes all day long, but I didn't have that fulfillment, you know, and we're making good money. And so I went in search of something. And so I actually started out um, as an Infusionsoft certified partner and helping people automate their businesses. And then it got to a point where people really needed, it's like you can automate the business, but now you need the leads to go in so that you can do something with the automation, right? Right. And like, I'm not technical. So we tried Facebook. It didn't work for us. We went down that route. It just, I realized I needed funnels. I needed a team. I needed money and time. And it was like, it was too complicated for me. Same thing with Google ads. And when I came across LinkedIn, I was like, this is just the simplest thing ever. I mean, it's like virtually knocking doors and I don't even have to leave my house. Right. And I don't have to speak to a gatekeeper. So we went down this path and, you know, in the last Two and a half years, we've helped over 1,500 clients in 18 countries grow. Wow, that's amazing. That's yeah. really amazing. And so you have every entrepreneur has like a moment. And yeah. what is your like moment? What was that like moment for you in your business where you were just like, wow, like this is so amazing. And like we've, we've done it, like, you know, and we're going to keep going, obviously. But what was that moment for you? You know, I think that moment for me was when, geez, there's been so many, you know, there's been different moments at different stages where you're like, damn, this is, we've reached that level. We've reached that level. And my business partner and I were actually having a conversation around this the other day. It's like, 
we constantly feel like we're on the tipping point, you know? But looking back, it's like we constantly feel like we're on the tipping point because we've reached those goals and surpassed them. And now we've, we're on the tipping point of the next goal, you know? So, I mean, I can tell you a couple of them. Right? Yeah, I would love to hear. I would love to hear one of them or a couple. Yes. Yeah. So one of them was when we hired our, um, our, our head of client success. Um, and where I didn't have to show up for the coaching calls anymore, where she actually got on and was delivering an incredible service, probably better than me because she's a lot more structured. <laughs> right. And I didn't have to show up and had full confidence that people are going to number one, get results. Um, and number two, that they're going to be well taken care of. And, you know, it was amazing for me to, to be able to let go of that control and know that it's going to be done better. But also just like how she got to us, she'd been following us for 18 months and she was working with somebody else, like really, like doing really, really well. Right. And she was following us and she kind of just reached out to us one day and she's like, I love what you guys are doing. How can we collaborate? Oh, wow. I know it was amazing. And so, you know, it turns out that she's now brought in a lot of her programs into us and we, you know, we're joining, you know, she's coming into our business as well. So I think that was a really, really cool moment where I could step back and like, you guys don't need me here anymore. <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful. Let's go build some more stuff. Like, yeah, that's, a, that's a awesome. And like the fact that she took that leap of faith to just be like, Hey, let, let's work together. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. So let's pivot. Let's shine a light on your why. Like why, like what motivates you to keep going in your business and keep doing it and building and having these moments that we were just talking about? So we set a mission and this is more of our mission than our why, but we set a mission to, um, you know, to help 5,000 entrepreneurs grow in the next five years. Uh, well, now it's the next, what, three, three years, right? Because we're, we're two years in. Actually, we're in the next four years. We set it last year. So it's been, it's been an amazing journey and that kind of gets bigger and bigger as we go along, but not just get them on our program and sell them some stuff, but actually genuinely help them grow. And, you know, it's interesting because like my personal why is to help people create better business, do better business by becoming better people. Right. Right. And my business partner's why is to expose more people to better learning. Mm. So it's like that combination of the two. Hmm. And so that, you know, that's kind of like why we get out of bed in the morning. Like we, like I want people, I believe that the level of business needs to raise and in order to do that, people need to raise their standards. And that's what we set, we set out to do. That's, that's like really amazing to say that like you want people to build their business, but you also want them to become better people in that process. You know, they have to, otherwise they can't build the business. Right. And have good practices and, you know, really build a great relationship. So I think that's an amazing way to go, an amazing mission too. What were your hard moments? Because now we've talked about these amazing moments, you know, where we're going, the mission, but what was the hard moment? <laughs> there have been plenty. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Uh, there been plenty, plenty. You know, and everyone kind of tells about all their wins and yeah, I did $250,000 this month and you know, you get a little bit jaded when you see that stuff online and you're like, shit, why can't, sorry, I don't know I can swear, but like, you're like, why can't I do that, right. right? Yeah, you're like, oh, so-and-so got this and I'm like over here in my little corner. Exactly. But they never tell you about the hard stuff. You know, they never tell you about the times where I didn't pay myself, you know, where I was kind of just paying stuff through the business as and when it came in, where we were late on payments, where, you know, we couldn't pay the rent, where we had, 
now recently, you know, we've been going through something where um, we got involved with somebody and the relationship turned really bad. You know, they don't tell you about all of those, those kind of things um, where you hire bad people, you know, you make the wrong hire and they mess up on projects that cost you tens of thousands of dollars, you know, where you bring on the wrong clients and they suck up all your time and, you know, you have to cancel a holiday because you're doing, you have to deliver on this damn project, you know, so there's been tons of those kind of moments, tons of those kind of lows and um, when I actually started this business off, I actually went through, um, I got really sick. I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I went from 82 kilograms, so it's about 180 pounds down to 130 pounds in like two months. Wow. Yeah. So not only was I building this business, but I was also in and out of hospital and dealing with all of that. Like I'm, I'm okay now. I've managed to get over it, but, um, yeah, going through all of that as well. So, you know, we're just, you know, we're talking the other day, like entrepreneurship's not for sissies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. That's amazing. And I'm glad you overcame that health issue. Um, but yeah, I mean, we don't talk about the hard moments enough. I think we celebrate a lot of wins and we don't see all the work that went behind them. Yeah. And getting it, you know, I think that like getting over those hard moments is a win. And as long as you're learning from it and growing, you know, those are like the small wins that happen along the way that contribute to who you become. Right. Right. And so my next question goes right into this. What was one of the biggest challenges you faced and how did you overcome that challenge? One of the biggest challenges, um, I would say one of the biggest challenges was when, when I got really sick um, because, you know, it's one thing not having you know, money, um, or, you know, struggling with clients or that, but it's another challenge entirely where you physically cannot do anything where you're going. And, you know, I mean, I was going to the bathroom sometimes like 40, 50 times a day, like weight was shedding off of me <laughs> and I was in and out of hospital and I, I physically couldn't work. I, I didn't have the energy to keep my eyes open. Um, and then I still had to service clients and run a business and, 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 uh, I think that was one of the most challenging times. And, you know, there was a whole bunch of like, you know, you start a whole bunch of things happen internally where, you know, you start questioning yourself. Um, you have some horrific moments that, you know, you don't tell anyone about that just happened personally. And, um, you know, how I overcame that was, not relying on doctors. I'll tell you that much for sure. <laughs> um, but really I started to look at what are the things in my life that are important versus what's not important. And I started changing what was going on. I decided that, you know, doctors are not going to get me better. They've got me to a point, but I need to get myself the rest of the way. And this is one of the biggest lessons I learned is that if, you know, you can't rely on anybody else to, to get you through anything right? You have to do it. You've got to suck it up and you've got to do it. You know, and I say to my, my, my wife, you know, you know, you can cry about it or you can do something about it. And then she said to me one day, she's like, well, I'm a girl, so I'm going to cry about it now and then I'll do something about it afterwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how I became that was I really started looking internally. Um, I looked at my working hours. I looked at my, how I was exercising, how I was eating, which was non-existent at that stage. Cause I was like super sick, right. but I was looking at, 
who do I really want to work with? Who don't I want to work with? What hours do I want to work? Um, what do I want my business to look like? What do I want my life to look like? And then I really started working on me as a person, you know, spiritually, emotionally, like letting go of stuff, forgiving stuff, working stuff out. Um, and through that, I became stronger. And as I became stronger, I was able to put in more time, more energy, more effort. Um, and it's constantly working on me. Because I realized like all the business stuff are strategies and tactics, super important. But if you're not in a place where you can execute on that, none of it matters. It really doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's amazing. Just, I mean, hearing your story completely full out about how you overcame your disease and stuff like that. It's really just amazing. And the fact that you kept going, I feel like it's a test of like perseverance as well. Character. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it really is. Um, what are some of your teaching moments from your business? Like, you know, going from now, um, kind of the hard points, what are the points that have really taught you? Yeah. So, uh, number one, I mean, there's a whole bunch of them, but uh, I'll go through a couple of them. So one is always have cash reserves, right? And one of the big things is that, you know, we're focusing on, and I think, you know, these last couple of months have shown a lot of people that it's pretty damn vital. Yeah. You know, so one of our goals is to have, um, well, not goals. One of the things it's taught me is to have, you know, at least six months cash reserves in interest bearing accounts. So it's not just sitting there, but it's actually growing. Um, and you can access it when you need to. Um, the second thing is take action quickly, right? On the good things and the bad things. Um, you know, because sometimes small niggles become major issues at a later stage. And so it's deal with them quickly, deal with them fast. Um, hire slow, fire fast is a beautiful one, right? Um, and constant education and self-development, right? Constant education and self-development. You can't just do it once. You've got to do it again and again. And then the biggest thing is, you know, manage your energy. Um, I really learned manage my energy, eat properly, have a proper eating process in place, uh, eating system, exercise every single day, right? Because the better I... I the better I look, the better I feel, the stronger I am, the stronger my mind is, the more energy I have. So energy management is huge. And also like do the things that really spark your passion and spark your life. I mean, you know, don't just work all the time. Like this last weekend, I took off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and we went out into the bush here in South Africa on a safari. And we saw lions and rhinos and leopards and elephants. And man, it just recharged yeah. me so much oh yeah i could imagine that's like really amazing like and you're like yeah i'm just gonna take this time to like zone out and focus yeah on build the business i think this is the big thing build the business the way you want your life to reflect so you don't build your life around your business you build your business to give you the life that you want right wow yeah I 100% agree and I think that is a really a really key like nugget there to think about. Um if you could redo something in the last year, what would it be? <laughs> There's something very specific I would redo. Uh, and it was relating to a person that we brought on to help us grow our business and um it would have been to take that action faster and more decisively. Mm. You know, because, you know, we had questions about it in the back of our mind and we kept asking, kept asking, kept asking because we knew what the outcome would be and we didn't enforce it and say, listen, go and do this right now or it's done, right? 
Um, that's one thing, something we don't have regrets because there's learning curves in all of this and it's made our company stronger. But, you know, that's one thing I would do differently for sure. Right, right. Where do you see yourself and your business in the next, let's say, three, five, you know, let's go even crazier, 20 years? Like, where would you (laughs) <laughs> you're yeah. like i'm thinking about next year <laughs> yeah well i mean so i mean i haven't thought 20 but three to five we've definitely right. got in the, in the vision in the plan right, right. the five thousand businesses in the five years yeah 100 percent. and you know for for us the business is it's not really a platform for us to you know for matt clark to be at the center stage and for everyone to be looking for matt clark you know, what we're really aspiring to build is a platform where people can come in and they can reach their goals and reach and, and achieve their dreams. And, you know, that means clients, that means staff, that means people who want to come in and really achieve something great. You know, our aim for the business is to build that so that we can attract these A team, A plus, plus, plus team players that can find a place for them where, where they really want to be and shine. And, you know, what that means for, for myself and my business partner is that, you know, we elevate ourselves, you know, in terms of personally and what we're learning to a place where we're coaching, pe- where we're coaching people in our business to see around the corners and how they can grow and how they can expand to truly fulfill that, like, you know, that CEO, CEO and ultimately that shareholder role. And then we'll probably start, we'll start, we're going to start more businesses. <laughs> yeah, I I like makes a lot of sense. And I think that's a really, really clear goal. Even if you don't know, like, Oh, this next, you know, milestones, you know, like this is kind of what we want it to look like regardless of maybe how we get there. Well, we've actually got, it's, it's interesting. It's like when you, when you have that clear, you can actually work your way back. And, you know, we always ask ourselves questions and it gives us better guidance because now when we're about to take any action, you know, we ask ourselves the question, is this getting us closer towards our goal or for the, further away from it? Right. And if it takes us further away from the goal, we don't do it. Right. Cause, and I think that makes a lot, like it helps in your business and for any business person to make a more clear, like conscious decision in any yeah. aspect. Yeah. And it, you know, it just helps with that like, clarity and focus. And, and then, you know, you're not wasting time being busy, but you're, you're actually being productive. Right. So in that same vein, what is the, what does success look like in 2021? So success in 2021 uh, looks like for me where, um, you know, our business is doing a, a certain revenue, um, but it doesn't need us, you know, and I want to get there by the beginning of 2021, not the end of 2021. So, you know, our goal for the next, you know, for the next couple of months is to get through to $300,000 a month um, where we're not involved in any part of it, right. you know, where it's growing without us. So, you know, we, we're doing pretty good at the moment. Um, but it still involves a lot of us. Um, and so we're working our way out. That's the key. That's the constraint that we're putting in place. Right. And so by 2021 success looks like for us is that I know my business partner wants, he wants to move to Australia. Um, and we started, we open up our, our business. We open up another business there. Um, you know, I've got citizenship in a, in another country outside of South Africa. Um, but we really just have the time, you know, for me, success is wealth, meaning and freedom, you know, all three of them. And so, you know, I got married this year, like last month. Well, so that's, thank you. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> thank you. So that was, it's been a pretty successful year already. So, you know, next year is, let's see what, let's see what happens. We've got the business side of things sorted out. We've got some personal side of things sorted out, but 
you know, for us, it's not just about money. Like we really want to see people's lives impacted. Um, that's why we do what we do. Okay. You know, that's the fun part of it. Wow. So final question. And that's like really amazing. Like just to really be like, and I want it done by the beginning, like not the end. Like, yeah, like really just jump into it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> final question. Right in the beginning, 2021 when it starts, that's when I want the success. Done. We, <laughs> done. Like next goal. Like, how can our community jump on board to support you in developing that vision? How can we, like, how can Leverage to Scales community help you? Amazing. Uh, yeah, great question. And I think the biggest thing is, you know, I want to see people getting involved in and using using the stuff that we teach. Um, and then, you know, taking a look at that and spreading the word so that we can help more people. Because, you know, we've seen people now during lockdown where a lot of people have taken a hit, uh, a lot of people have taken strain, and some industries just, they died. Um, they completely died. Um, but we've helped them find ways to generate an income. And some people have doubled, tripled, quadrupled their businesses over this time. And uh, I want to see more people get more success. So spread the word, um, spread the word. And we've got a lot of free tools and resources. We've got a, a, an amazing Facebook group that, that people are really jumping in. And so I would like to help spread the word so we can help more people get amazing results. Right. That, that's yeah, that's amazing. So that is the end of our podcast for today. It went by really quick, um, but I think we've heard a lot of information from you, Matt, about your business and your vision and your goals, and um, it's been really inspiring. And so thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. It's been amazing. All right. so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.